Now, today I just want to share with you a few things which I started in the second service, um, but um, I'm just taking it up again and it shall be a blessing unto you. Tell your neighbor vision. Tell your neighbor vision. Tell your neighbor vision. See, vision is having a vivid description of what you actually desire. To have a vivid description of your desired future. When we say you have a vision, it means you have a vivid description of your desired future. When we say this is my vision, that means you can actually describe how you want it to look. Because you already have it in your mind's eye. So, for you to have a powerful, fruitful 2024, you must have a vivid description of how you want your 2024 to be. Are we together? A few weeks ago, I outdoored how our church is going to look at when it's going to look like when we move to our own land we have we are yet to even buy the land but we already have a vivid description of how the church is going to be like amen everything that is going to be on the land we already have designed it we know where we are headed we know how it's going to be like we know what is supposed to happen on the land even before we get there why because you don't just wait to get there then now you start to plan as to how and what you are going to do and in the same way as we are about to enter into a new year my prayer and desire is you have a vivid description of what you want your 2024 to be like because you see you cannot get to a place you have not envisioned in your mind did you hear what i said Yes. See, once you have a vision, you are driven towards achieving that vision. It stirs up a drive inside you that this is what I want, that is what I want to achieve, nothing else is going to stop me. So you must get to a space in life where you know where you are going and everything else that comes to distract you from achieving that vision, now you are able to deal with it. Amen? Yes. So you must come to a place where you have a vivid description of how you want your 2024 to be like. What kind of 2024 do you want to have? See, if you, will, if you don't start planning for 2024 now, by the time we enter the first day, second day, you waste the first week. Are you getting me? Because you don't know where you are headed. You don't know what you really want. You don't know how you want your life to be. Can I tell you something? There are certain quotes that I always, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm declare and repeat to myself. And one of them is this. The fact that your life is not moving forward does not mean other people's lives are not moving forward. Oh, the fact that you are stagnated and you are where you are. That's it, my friend. People are moving forward. People are doing great things with their lives. People are achieving great things. So if you just sit and have a pity party and don't do anything significant with your future, ladies and gentlemen, a time will come you will regret so much. I wish I did this. I wish I did this. I wish I did this. I wish I planned. But guess what? It will be too late. 
I was having a conversation with a gentleman a few days ago. And I told him and I said to him, he's a very popular as a name person. So I told him, guy, this thing that you are going through right now, I told you in 2017. You came to my hotel room and I told you, if you are not careful in the years to come, this is what is going to happen to you. You need to start thinking about what you need to do with your life. Guess what? Right now, a very rich boy, his life is so frustrated. Why? Because, can I tell you something that will shock you? The opportunities you have now, the blessings that you have now, ladies and gentlemen, for your information, they may not always be there. Can I say it again? Let me repeat it again. The opportunities that are at your disposal right now as you are looking at me and the benefits that you have right now as you are looking at me, a time may come, they may not always be there. And when that time comes and they are not there, ladies and gentlemen, what is going to happen? Now you have my phone number, you can call me. Papa, please, I need urgent 2K. What if the day you call me for urgent 2K, my phone is blocked? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need to decide. I was, you are the CEO of your own destiny. Say, I am the CEO, am the CEO. of my own destiny. You are running your life the way you want it to be. So in five years time, if your life, see, if you are over 18 right here, ladies and gentlemen, your father and mother cannot be blamed for your plight and your predicament. Are we here? You cannot tell me you are 42 and you are here still blaming what, what your father did and what your mother did. Are you okay? After 18, you don't blame your background. You are the background. Ah, it's my background. That is why. No, you are the background. So you need to make sure you have done everything humanly possible to make sure that your life is moving in the trajectory that you desire and that you want. You are the CEO of your life. So let me ask you: the company you are running is called Juan. Juan what? Kabiro Mushiri. Now, so that company, Juan Kabiro Mushiri Limited, if it fails, it fails on you. Are you getting me? Yeah. If it succeeds, it succeeds on you. So you need to strategize yourself and do everything humanly possible so that your life is moving in the right direction. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. Say, Lord, help me. Say, Lord, help me. Yes. See, when you have a vision, the scripture says the vision is set for an appointed time. Wait for it, for it shall surely. Yes. Now, okay, give me Proverbs. Let's go to the word of God. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 18a. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 18. And I want you to read it. Now, we're going to take this scripture 
and we're going to take it from the original King James. Now, take me from the original King James, then I will come back to the new King James. Now, shall we read? One go. This is a popular scripture. Every one of you, most of you know. One go. Where there is no vision, the people what? Yes, the Bible says where there is no vision, the people... It is like waking up in the morning and sitting in a car. You just go and bought the matatu. And the matatu is possibly going to Bungoma. You don't even know where that. You just jump in and it just goes, 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 goes. And you don't have money to come back from Bungoma. So you land in Bungoma and you are frustrated. You are stressed. You don't know what to do. Guess what? Why? Because you literally did not have a direction for your life. You just woke up and got into a matatu and go and off you went. See, the Bible says where there is no vision people are destroyed now the Hebrew word interpreted perish here actually means without restraint that is why when you read the new King James it's actually tried to interpret it where the Bible says now let's go to new King James it says where there is no revelation of the future now the revelation here is not revelation as in the sense of a prophetic message but the revelation here is revelation of the future revelation of where you are headed where you where there is no revelation of the future people cast off restraint people are misdirected they don't know what to do they are just there when people don't have direction for their lives for their futures for their marriages for their relationships for their businesses some of you have started wonderful business but you don't even know it is just there you wake up you go sit there what can you do to make that business a better business have a proper revelation of the future a vivid description of exactly how you want it to be and once you have that guess what everything begin to align in your favor the reason why nothing seems to be aligning is that some people like i was telling you last week when we're doing our master's uh, program in the uk um our hr lecturer walks in a very white old white man and he asks why do you want to do hr and uh, people get up say their things i said what i needed to say one guy from one of the Eastern European countries says, me, I want to be a manager. So the lecturer says, what kind of manager? He says, me, I want to be a manager. He says, managing what? Managing the toilets in this university or what do you want to manage? He says, he just want to be a manager. Guess what? I could just tell from that time, the guy does not have a vision for his life. Maybe somebody just paid for him to be on the course because he does not even know exactly where he wants his life to head. He just want to be a manager. And that is how most of us, you just want a job. You just want to be married. You just want, you see, the moment you generalize what you desire from God, I'm telling you, you'll be delayed in life. Do you hear what I said? When you generalize what you really want from Jehovah, you will be delayed in life. When Jesus met, met blind Bartimaeus, didn't Jesus know that blind Bartimaeus was blind? Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? I mean, surely Jesus, can't you see a blind man? The blind man was staring at Jesus like this. But Jesus still asked, what do you want me to do for you? Maybe the guy does not need healing. He needs money. Are you guys me? 
Yeah, Jesus asked a blind man, what do you want me to do for you? So my question for you is, how, what do you want, how do you want your 2024 to be? What exactly do you seek to achieve? Number one, what are some of the importance of having a vision? Let's get through scripture. And let's get through some, um, um, some of the points I've put forth and then we can be able to move on from there. Why do you need to have a vision? Number one. Now, I said a man with a clear vision for their lives lives a what? Lives a what? If you have a vision, you live a purposeful life. Because you are directed. You know where you are headed. You are directed. You know exactly. You, your life has meaning. Your life has meaning. Your life has a purpose. A man with a clear vision. Not, not just any vision. A what? A what? A what? Yes, not just be a manager, but properly clear vision. I want to manage a real estate business. That is a clear vision. You must have a clear vision. And when you have a clear vision, you live a purposeful life. A man without a clear vision lives a very loose life. You live a wasted life. You don't know where you are headed. Anything, any place becomes your destination. What am I trying to say? If you wake up in the morning and you just start walking, going nowhere. The moment a friend of you call you, hey, where are you? Hey, Petalia, happy? You are lost. <laughs> now you pick the call and then you go, ah, and Nico too. If you are still saying Nico too, you have a problem. That means you are just there. Really? So once you are just there, he will, come, he will call you, oh, ah, can we link up? Now, by the time he's linking up, you know what you are doing? He's linking up for you to, to use you to fulfill what he wants to fulfill because you are just there. You become an asset to someone else's vision because you are just there. And guess what? You'll be used, abused, and forever, you, you see, in the process, you will not notice it. But after some time, you realize that the whole day, you were in somebody's house doing absolutely nothing with your own life. And it repeats, the cycle repeats again, the cycle repeats again. You close work, you don't know, instead of you to go and do something productive with your life, the person goes, ah, where are you? Ah, me, I'm just ahead of Ah, pass by, pass by for what? My friend, people are doing great things with their lives. And that is one thing you fail to understand. That what is, what productive thing are you doing for your life? Every now and then you are passing by people's homes, passing by people's houses to do what? Because you don't have direction. I'm not saying go, don't go visit your friend. But you see, make it productive. When you are going to discuss businesses you people are doing together better. No, when you are going to discuss how Prophet David was dressed on a Sunday, hey, did you see him? It is not going to be beneficial. Hey, that girl, did you see that girl? 
That new girl that has come to church, the new girl that has come to church, how beneficial is the way they address going to help you? Nothing. So, if you don't have a clear vision for your life, you live a loose life. Everything goes. Every place becomes your destination. So, if you have a vision, you live what? A pep. Your life becomes so productive and so rewarding. You feel good about yourself. Now, if, you, if, if in a day you achieve a lot, don't you feel good about yourself? Yeah, the days you have really... Then when the day becomes so productive, you feel like, wow, today I've done a lot. I've achieved a lot. You feel good about yourself. But when you waste a day, it becomes something else. Number two. Number two. Your vision simplifies life and keeps you focused on the major things. Your vision does what? When you have a vision, you are able to focus on the major things. Somebody say the major things. Yes. When you have a vision for your life, you are able to focus on the major things. And you see, you were not born to do everything. Tell your neighbor, you were not born to do everything. In fact, you can't. So, you must spend your time doing the necessary things that are in line with your vision. That aligns with where you are going. That aligns with what you want to do. Amen? Yes. It's like me, a preacher. Going to sit in a certain somebody's engineering firm just because I did engineering in my first degree, just to talk about. I mean, I go to where is Charlo? Is Charlo here? I go to Charlo's company and then I'm, we are talking about mechanics and how to set up what and um, um, what, what do you think? And then guess what? It is not going to benefit my life. Are you getting my point? Yes. It's not going to help me in any way. I would have wasted enough time that I would have possibly sat on how, what can I do to increase my capacity as a preacher? What can I do? What are some of the things that I can do to, to advance the ministry? How are we going to start setting up branches next year? I should be doing those things that will be productive to my life. When you don't have a vision, you are not focused. You live a life that is not directed, not focused. But when you have a vision, you are able to focus on the major things in life. Major things in life. You don't spend your time doing unnecessary things. See, some of you can watch Netflix in the morning. Actually, you watch at night. You start watching from 8 p.m. Oh, when it's 9, I will break and watch Grace Hour. But the devil is so crafty. When it is 9 that you are supposed to stop and watch Grace Hour and watch me online, it would have gotten to a very sensitive part. Ah, this one, you, I'll watch Grace Hour later. So you stay on and then you watch, you watch season one, uh, season one episode one, ep 
some of the seasons they go to episode 16 you watch all the episodes 16 and every episode they are sensible and smart enough to make sure it ends at a place where it puts you in a suspense so you want to see what hell what is next so you you see if every episode is one and a half hours and you are watching 16 of them multiply it for me 16 times 90 minutes yeah that is season one and it is possibly season 10 or season five before you realize you would have wasted like three whole days just watching a movie three days of your life that you could have used to do pro something productive with your life So spend your time doing the necessary. Tell your neighbor, spend your time doing the necessary. Yeah. Spend your time doing the necessary. Everything you do is supposed to be motivated by your vision. Amen? Yes. Whatever it is that you do, there must be a motivation, a drive towards your vision. Number three. Vision controls the choices you make. Did you hear what I said? Vision does what? Yes. If you want to become a medical doctor, maybe you, you didn't finish whatever, so you don't try to start doing engineering courses or courses that are not in line with medicine. Why? Because if you want to become this, you make choices that will be in line with your vision. Vision controls the choices you make. Let me give you, let me, let me ask you this. Let me just, is, can somebody volunteer to be used as an, in a, an illustration? I just, I just like something practical. I've not taught a, anybody? Yes. What do you want to do in 2024? Mm -hmm. Just one or two major things. Guys, where are you? Get the microphone. You want to? You want to learn the Bible? Study the Bible. Study the Bible. Uh -huh. And get to minister to people. And be able to minister to people. Now let's focus just on that vision. She says in 2024, she wants to study the word of God and get to be able to minister to people. That's a powerful dream. Powerful vision. So now, in you having that vision, what do you think you need to do? To be able to study the Bible so well and be able to minister to people. Right now, I'm taking discipleship classes. Yes, so right now, she's taking discipleship classes. Now, let me give you an example. Um, the discipleship classes last for how long? They've been there. We are, I think we're closing today. You are closing today. Yes. But how long? Is it an hour or two or one and a half hours? How long does it last? One hour. Yes. Okay, good. Now... Let's assume you want to study the Bible. You want to be able to minister to people. And then now you're supposed to go to discipleship classes like now. And some, some friend of yours that you used to be in high school right now calls you. Ah, where are you? Hey, you are lost. He says, ah, me, I'm not lost. I'm here. Instead of you to go to discipleship classes, somebody calls you. Can we link up for um, something for a party? Now you have two choices. Somebody say two choices. 
is either you go to your discipleship classes, which is in line with where you are going next year, or you go waste your time with someone in a certain restaurant, wasting time doing nothing, chit-chatting and gossiping about people that you don't even remember. Are you getting my point? Yes. So, if somebody calls you right now, sorry, remind me your name again. Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. So, if somebody calls you Nancy, and say, Nancy, come let's meet, and you have to go to discipleship classes, which one will you go? Discipleship class. Discipleship classes. Yes. Why? Because it is in line with your vision. So every single time you have a decision to make, ask yourself, is what you are doing in line with where you are headed? I was talking to this boy and uh, who is addicted into drinking. I said, how much money do you earn? He tells me how much. I said, how much alcohol do you buy in a week? He tells me how much. Says, I said, how do you want to make money and have a successful, productive financial life and you are spending almost 5K in a week on alcohol? So five times four. Let me even bring it down. Basic. How much is the, those things you buy? How much is it? Oh, how much? Don't pretend as if some of you... Do. I mean, are you telling me nobody here drinks? No, I don't. I mean, I'm a pastor. I should, I should be more experienced than that. I know some of you. How much? Huh? A bottle is three. <laughs> it depends. Uh, you see? Somebody said the bottle is 300. The group here is saying it depends. It, it depends. Yes. Some of them is even 8,000. A bottle. One bottle. 50,000. For one bottle. Even 200,000. For one bottle. And they drink it to their belly. <laughs> the devil is a liar. I mean, you are spending, you are drinking, and after you drink, what happens? You just get high. Ah, no way. Are you guys serious? 200,000 bottle and you drink it into your belly. Eric, what are you showing me? Show me, show me. 600,000. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> Imagine that can buy a piece of land yes. and you are drinking it. Yes. Hey. I didn't know it can be expensive to drink like that. Anyway, imagine you have to buy all those things. And you are buying, let even bring it to the barest minimum, 3,000 or 5,000 or whatever. And, and most of you can drink so many bottles. And you still don't get high. Is that a spiritual gift or what? I mean, it's a talent. I mean, you, I mean, you can, you are so talented to an extent that you, oh, me, I can go five, four, 
and I'm still okay. And you, you take, you see, you cannot make money and you cannot be financially stable if you are spending most of the, your hard-earned money on unscrupulous things. Are we together? Yes. Meanwhile, if you had saved that money, it should have gone towards doing something productive with your life. So if you know you have to build a house in your village, some of you spend so much money on drinks, your mother will call you from the village, oh, can you send me 2,000? You give your mother a lecture. And you can send some, the same, do you know why sometimes the devil will send some people to take your money from you? Because you went where the money was supposed to go, you didn't take it there. Your mother asked for 2K, you didn't ask. Now that small chick, that small girl will call you. Oh, hi baby. Can you send me 5K? And you don't have it. You go and look for it and send. Which will bewitched you. You could not send your mother 2,000. But you could look for 5,000 that you don't have to send some funny girl. Who doesn't even have an address in Nairobi. See, the point I'm trying to make you understand is this. If you don't have direction for your life, you do anything. Anything goes. You, you, don't, you cannot control the choices you make because you don't have a vision. Anything. You just make any choices and do anything. But when you know you have to build a house in the village, you have a land in Kisumu you want to build, you have to know how to manage your expenses. Are we together? Yeah. So vision controls the choices you make. Say, Lord, help me to make the right choices. Now let's go to the next point, point four. Your vision keeps your, you what? Your destination. Your vision clearly aligns your destination. Because vision is, vision talks about the end. Somebody say the end. Where you are headed. So vision gives you a clear destination. So if I know, um, 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 do you have the, the video for the, 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 the building that we want to build? Do you have it? Now, let me, give, let me use this as an example. Let's say me, I have how, what, how we are going to build what we want to build yeah, in my mind's eye. And then somebody comes and says, Papa, you know, there is this design I have seen. It looks like that, but it is not exactly what we want. Not until I get that destination, I am not stopping. Amen? Now, so if I don't see something similar to this one, I am not stopping. See, we are not stopping. See? At the, uh, somebody said they wanted their names written in that fountain because they give 10 million. <laughs> so on the fountain, your name, um, Elizabeth Mongai, now you write. Now whoever, whoever. Who also, somebody says me also, I write my name, I'm below Gam, Gam Church, Lucy Kinoti. So, if you don't have a vision, any mumu can come and tell you anything. You understand? Any word, you also follow because you don't have direction. 
So if the thing does not look like this, we are not stopping. Because I have a desired future. I desire. I, I said it that day, before we started the church, those of you that used to watch me, who used to do Zoom service, I showed a picture of how this auditorium will be. And it was exactly what we produced. Are you getting me? Likewise, we will produce exactly that. Worst case scenario, it will be better than what we will produce. Why? Because we have a vision and we know our destination. The vision drives us towards what? Our destination. If we, have no, if we don't get there, we, we end stopping. Amen? Yeah, so anything that looks like, ah, you see, Papa, you, we, we will put a tent and we live in the tent. Tent. That was in the Old Testament. Me, I don't believe in tents. <laughs> we are in the New Testament. Dispensation of grace. You want to take us to the days of Abraham? Uh-uh. La lie. Number five. Your life is controlled with direction when you have a vision. But that means if you don't have a vision, you don't have what? Direction. You know where you are headed. Let me try and push it quickly. Number six, vision makes you productive and fruitful. If you have a vision of where you are going, your destination, is determined and your life is shaped. You become productive, you become fruitful when you have a vision. I want every one of us to have some vivid description of what they want to achieve in the coming year. Amen? Yes. I have a vivid description of what I want to achieve in the next five years. I have it. I, I think about it. I wake up Thinking about it, it drives me to wake up. I have a vivid description of what I want to achieve in the next five years. So I am driven by something. Hey, you are I'm online in the morning, I'm online in the evening, I'm doing other things. Yes, because I am going somewhere. I have a direction and I know where my life is headed. Now, he said, I said, if you have a vision of where you are going, your destination is determined and your life is shaped. You have a shaped life. Now, let me say this. I said this last um, 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 Sunday, for those that came to the morning service, they the second service. I said that vision is people sensitive. Tell your neighbor, vision is people sensitive. Now, I want you to listen to me as I try to bring my word to a close. Say, vision is people sensitive. Shout it. I want to hear everybody speak it. Say, vision, even the children. Say, vision is people sensitive. What do I mean by that? You need people to help you fulfill your... Yes. You need number one yourself and number two, God will strategically align certain people in your life to help you fulfill your vision. You cannot do it alone. 
And in as much as you need people to help you fulfill your vision, not this from me. Can I tell you something? Not everybody that comes your way is needed for your vision. Not everybody, not everybody you meet is actually crucial to your vision. There are certain people you meet, they are destructive to your vision. They are destructive. And guess what? It's not that they really want to destroy it. They do it even without knowing. Unconsciously. Hello? It is up to you, the controller and the CEO of your life to know. John is not needed in my life. Hello? Yeah. It's not really like they, are, they do it intentionally. They really know. Some people are destructive to your vision. And like I said, you are the CEO of your life. You hire who you want to hire into your life. And you fire who you want to fire from your life. There are certain people, they are very, very, very good people. But not all good people are good for you. Let me repeat it again. They are not bad people. They are good people. But not every good person is good for you. Hello? They are not evil. But they are not just good for you. They are not cut out for you. Amen? Yes. Um, that thing that Muslims use to fetch water, what is it called? That they used to do ablution. They have a certain, a certain, like a kettle. Who knows the name? I've forgotten the name. No, but do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know Muslims have a certain small kettle they used to make ablution? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or you, you've not interacted with Muslims? You have not? Okay. They have a small kettle that they use to perform ablution. They used to wash themselves before they go into prayer. Imagine me, I come to church like this and I'm holding one of those. I mean, if a Muslim holds this, if the imam holds this, there is no problem. But if I come with it to church, it looks like there's something wrong. It still can pour water, but it is not needed right here in this service. You need the discernment to know who is necessary for your vision and who is not. Number two, you need the discernment to know what is necessary for your vision and what is not. There are certain people God brings them your way to help you facilitate your vision. They are like catalysts. They speed up the process of you achieving anything. And there are certain people also, they are like um, um, deterrents. They deter you from achieving your vision. You need the wisdom and the revelation to know John is not necessary for me, but Peter is. Are we together? Lucy may not be good for me, but Nancy is. You need the revelation to what? Understand that vision is people sensitive, but not everybody you meet is necessary for your vision. 
Are we together? Yes. But sometimes also, even the bad people that God brings your way, God even uses them to help you get to your destination. Hello? But don't entertain destructive people. Somebody say destructive. Yes. Let me say this. You can tell where you are going by the people you meet all the time. Did you hear what I said? You can tell where you are going by what? Yeah. By your company of association. The Bible says that evil company corrupts good behavior. Evil company. Bad company. Corrupts what? Good behavior. Some of the things, some of the bad habits you have right now, you learn them way back from a certain friend. Hello? Can I? Are you getting me? Yeah, yeah. Some, some friend taught you way back and up till now you have not been able to come out of it. It's still with you. So you can tell where you are headed by the people you meet. You don't need to be a prophet to know I'm going far. Are you getting my point? Yeah. Who do you meet? How many people do you interact with? If all the people you are interacting with are people, all of the people have the same wahala like you. Problems. My friend, you need to advise yourself. You need to tell the Lord and pray to God to bring you right people. That's why I make sure we pray that prayer every time. Right people that are necessary for your vision. Say, Lord, help me to get the right people that will help my vision. Say, Lord, help me to get the right people that will help my vision. And number eight, lastly, vision is time sensitive. Just like your purpose. It is time sensitive. Vision is time sensitive. What do I mean by that? Every vision that you accomplish, you, it's accomplished in time. Somebody say in time. Yes. There are some things that you can accomplish so quickly, but there are certain things, certain visions that can take a longer period of time for you to accomplish them. And there are certain things that sometimes you may even set a goal to accomplish it this year, but it does not mature. It matures the following year. Most of the time when I picture something in my mind's eye, Sometimes I will brood over it, brood over it for three whole years. And sometimes in the second year or the third year, the thing bursts forth. Why? Because I keep brooding, I keep thinking, I keep brainstorming about it in my spirit. And with time, it's what? Manifests. So, vision is time sensitive. There are some of you, 2024, you must accomplish certain things. 
And if you allow that time to pass by, it may never be there again. And my prayer for us, every one of us here, is that the coming year we shall be productive and fruitful like never before. My prayer for you is that if there has been a year that you look back and say of a truth, God has helped me. May it be the coming year. My prayer for you is that God will make you productive in time. Every single day of your life, every single week of your life shall be productive. If you are here, shout, I receive that. See, God, we, um, I, I was speaking um, 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 to someone, and I, in, uh, give me Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, and then let me try and round up. Uh, we are going to read that scripture in like four different versions, and then I can close. Now, you see, this scripture is a scripture many people abuse. I return and so under the sun. Now the race is not to the swift, nor battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. In other words, it's not about being wise. You can get to the top. It's not about being smart. You can get to the top. It's not about being fast. But you see, people don't read. They just read the first part. They don't read the last part where it says, but time and chance happens them all. Do you know what that scripture means? This scripture means is that he said the race is not to the swift. No battle to the strong. It is not that somebody was strong. That is why they won the battle. No. It is not that somebody was swift. That is when they won um, the race. No. It is not that um, 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 food came to somebody because they are smart. But he said time and chance happened to them all. In other words, Every one of us had the time to be fast. Every one of us had the time to be wise. Every one of us had the time to be anything. But it depended on the one that utilized their time well to be strong, to be wise, to be productive. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? So the person that was swift, that won the race, it's not because he just won the race. He had the time to train himself, prepare himself to be swift. The person that is strong is not because they just became strong. They had the time and the chance, opportunity created was available to them and they utilized it well to be swift, to be strong, to be fast. So they become and they get to the top. Ladies and gentlemen, time and chance happens to everybody. And remember it from the first statement I made. I'm closing with the same statement. The opportunities you have now, you may not have it in the next five years. The things that are available unto you now, it may not be there. Remember time and chance happens to everybody. I was discussing something funny with a pastor friend of mine. And we're joking. And we say that, you see, If Pastor Liz is my church member, we're just laughing about it. And Pastor Liz is a strong member in my church. And Pastor Liz leaves the church, God forbid, to say, join another church. Now, at the time Pastor Liz was in the church, I had the time, I had the chance, and she gave she did everything she could do to advance the church. Are you getting me? So the day she is no longer there to do what he's doing, wherever she goes, she could go and also do whatever she's doing there. Now, I had the opportunity at the time that she was at my disposal. 
to get the best out of her, to make her the best person of value she could be, so that by the time she even leaves and goes somewhere, she feels like, ah, it's not the same. Are you getting my point? So, what will happen? She will end up coming back because where she went, mm, it, it, things are not the same. Are you getting my point? But in the same way, if you don't create much value, and the person goes out there, goes like, ah, hey, this one, there is fire here. Time and chance happens to everybody. Your vision will be fulfilled in time. Give me Ephesians chapter 5 as I close. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Ephesians 5, 15. Shall we read every one of you? One go. Now hold on there. He says, therefore, see that you walk carefully. Somebody say carefully. Somebody say carefully. Living life with honor purpose and courage shining those who tolerate and enable evil not as unwise but as well okay let me let me do this let me do this give me this in um we'll come back to amplify give me this in new king james so that um it will help people understand and make it easy for some of us to connect in new king james shall we read one go not as fools but what See that you walk circumspectly. Be careful with your life. Tell your neighbor, be careful with your life. Say it again like you, you mean it. Say it again like that is the only life they have, which is true. Say, be careful with your life. Yes. Say, see that you walk circumspectly. That is carefully. Be vigilant. Not as fools, but as wise. Don't be a mumu. Amen? Yes. Verse 16. Verse 16. Making the most of your time recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence. Yes. The days that are coming, it may not be there. Say, make the most of your time on the earth. Recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with what? Yeah. You must learn how to take advantage of every opportunity. Opportunities come, but most people waste it. I want you to talk to God right now and tell the Lord, Father, help me direct my life. Some of you don't have control of your life. It's like somebody is in the driving seat and driving you. You want to get back to the wheels and say, I am driving myself to where I want to be. I want to talk to God and say, Father, help me.